Bum 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 bum. It is us. Bum 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 bum. Welcome back to the Two SA podcast with Daniel and Mikey. Hi everybody. Daniel, before we begin, why don't you tell everybody what you did and why this podcast hasn't been on for so long? Oh God, shut up. What I did was got a new role at work, which is pretty much a giant promotion. Wasn't that giant? I had to move to Austin from San Antonio, so... So now we're not the two essays. Now we're two sad assholes, because we're not from San Antonio anymore. <laughs> the San, Well, S could be short for San Antonio, and then the A for Austin, so... It's not two S-A-A, it's two S-A. Right, the S is San Antonio, and the A is Austin. That's not how acronyms work. But, <sighs> regardless... Irregardless, depending <laughs> if you're from Austin or San Antonio. <laughs> yeah, what? Whatever. <laughs> well, the good news is we are back. And I drove from San Antonio to Austin to come visit Daniel's new place because we wanted to get the show back on. And I realized after our last episode that we actually started getting a lot more listeners during our time off than when we actually had the episodes playing. So I messaged Daniel and I was like, hmm. We should probably keep doing this, because it was fun, and people are listening. Yeah, I really didn't want to keep doing it. I really don't like Mikey at all, so, I mean, ugh. But wherever, here we are. I know. I'm just a hot piece with no brain. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, you're negative on both of those, sorry. No, it's okay. Um, Anyways, (laughs) to kind of move us in the next direction i was thinking that one of the things that we could cover was men because you know i love men daniel sometimes loves men and (laughs) i mean i don't not love men see (laughs) no more importantly shut up more importantly because the whole purpose of the podcast was me and daniel being friends and our take on things because we come from different parts of life (laughs) different perspectives different perspectives there you go to talk about the relationships of guys within each other not like gay relationships i mean we can't but like friendships you know yeah just two different perspectives from two different walks of life um i think you know a lot of people don't necessarily get to have conversations and hear out people's points of views I think that's super important because, uh, you know, the first step in understanding someone is actually listening to them and uh, seeing what their experience in life is like. Yeah, and especially in this day and age, no matter what your political affiliation is, you know, we've been hearing a lot of the term toxic masculinity being thrown around. And, you know, whether you're a gay guy like me or not a gay guy like Daniel, we still both have different perspectives on toxic toxic masculinity. I mean, we are both men. Um, Daniel probably has a little more testosterone than I do. But, uh, Thank you. <laughs> but um, interestingly enough, when I brought the subject up to Daniel, he actually told me that he went to a seminar for this. So I was like, oh, cool. Eh, quote-unquote seminar. Um, well, apparently Daniel's a liar. <laughs> so I went to a... Um, so I'm part of this group called Latino Outdoors, and uh, it does exactly what you think it does. It tries to encourage more Latinos outdoors. To go back to Mexico. Oh. Wow, dude. <laughs> They're probably going to listen to this. And now I'm going to have to explain, well, he's, he's trying to be funny, but I know he's not. Uh. <laughs> 
So anyways, um, they sent us out to Lander, Wyoming uh, with Knowles National Outdoor Leadership School. Uh, and what they did was have a weekend, uh, basically teaching trip of basically positive masculinity and, and kind of teaching us a little bit more about that to push the needle on that conversation. And I'll be very honest, uh, it opened my eyes to a lot of new things. Um, kind of like how my, Mikey was speaking about earlier about, you know, toxic masculinity growing up. Um, I probably saw a lot, a lot of that. Uh, I mean, I did machismo. Yeah. A lot of machismo, a lot of stubbornness, a lot of putting people down, uh, in ways that, you know, we don't really think is putting them down, but in a way it is. What is, how would you explain machismo for some of the listeners that aren't familiar with like Latin type environments? Yeah, so uh, machismo uh, is essentially, think like macho man uh, in English, right? So machismo is, is the Spanish equivalent of that. Uh, someone who is very, uh, what would you say, Mikey? It kind of comes from, at least in my interpretation when I've heard of it, it's usually an older generation thing. Um, typically, the older Hispanic men like to basically be a manly man, and they're the ones that, you know, they provide, and, you know, they're not... And there's there was a news article about uh, the famous Tejano singer. I forgot what his name is. Uh, he needed a new organ transplant of some kind, and they asked him, or he declined the organ because it was going to come from a gay man. And that was an example of toxic masculinity where you're going to turn down a organ donation, something that doesn't come easily just because it's going to come from a gay man and you're so machismo that you're not going to accept it. Yeah, and, and uh, just to kind of get the actual definition from online, um, machismo is strong or aggressive masculine pride. Uh, synonyms are masculinity, macho, toughness, chauvinism, male chauvinism, sexism, uh, or laddishness, which I don't even know what that means, to be honest. <laughs> we shouldn't have said it. But um, <laughs> Thanks, man. But, Good call. Uh, thanks. Um, but yeah, you know, there's there, it's a ton of, of issues like that where they say, you know, men don't live as long as women. And one of the reasons why they say that is because men suffer more from cardiac disease, um, heart disease. And a lot of scientists think that it's because we harbor our feelings. We don't have relationships like women do where women can get together and just release all of their emotions and all of their feelings um men tend not, tend not to do that and they keep it inside and even though it sounds kind of silly kind of like a new age idea but it's true that when you do that when you keep things pent up it causes stress which is not good for your heart which essentially would lead us to have a higher mortality rate at an earlier age yeah i mean uh i think you hit it on nail on the head there it's just exactly yeah, but I do feel like this is something like our parents' generation really suffered with. There are some people our age that do um, still kind of deal with this. Do you feel like you have to keep your emotions pent in? Do you have a way to release these emotions with your other friends? So I'm a very unique case. Um, I'm not like most other guys. I'm actually highly emotional. Um and I mean, I like to consider that I have a high emotional intelligence, um, but I mean, it hasn't always been that way. Uh, there's definitely been times where I do have that pride, I do have that stubbornness, 
but I think as you get older, as you get wiser, uh, start looking at things from different perspectives. You start really, really seeing things through a different light and realize, hey, certain things I'm doing are actually bringing someone down or this is actually something negative and, uh, you know. Yeah. Because one thing to kind of remember when talking about men and as, as Latinos, you know, me and Mikey are obviously Latino, but we are in a sense in a minority, but we are still in a... Uh, a privileged position as men. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even as a gay yeah. man, there's yeah. still a man privilege or a privilege of being a man that I partake in. And it's funny. I don't know if you've seen the latest season of Stranger Things. Um, don't go past episode six. I haven't seen six. I'm not getting into any spoilers, but Thank you. one of the most so Stranger Things season three is very emotionally driven. Um, but one of the things that like the real world horrors that I saw in Stranger Things three. Wait, as, like horrors oh or God, horrors? <laughs> this joke has been every fucking episode, and it's not funny. Um, but as someone that has a a two year old, almost going to be three year old daughter, it's the way that the teenage girl Nancy gets treated in the workplace by the men. And granted, this was in the eighties, so I'm pretty sure it was worse but it's just you know not being taken seriously being looked at as just like the eye candy the coffee getter you know she has so much drive but she can't do anything with it because she's essentially just a young woman in the workplace i was thinking about my daughter olivia being that when she's 19 20 fresh out of high school and it really bothered me um and it really made me kind of like emotional but um and i think that's where toxic masculinity reaches out to other people because you have the toxic masculinity within the office that reaches out to the females in the office who become, you know, almost secondary because of what do they call it? The, I forgot what it's called, but they call it like the, the boys club or something. Oh, I mean, yeah, that you see that in a lot of different, um, companies I feel. Yeah. Um, I won't call out my own company, but um, I've had worked in places where it literally is a guys club, and you hear different things. And I mean, you don't want to advocate for it, or, or you know, even take place, uh, especially if you are aware of like what that is as a thing. Yeah. Um, but you know, kind of going back to your point about uh, Stranger Things and seeing in the workplace where men are just kind of, you know, they don't they don't really value the woman's input. Yeah. Uh, I think. It's, it's difficult for some. This is just me trying to get in their shoes, right? I think it's difficult for some people to even think that's a problem if it's, if it doesn't affect them. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like when, when a gay person comes and say, you don't know what it's like to be doing this. Obviously, someone like me that's straight that doesn't have to take any brunt force of, you know, being marginalized or anything. I don't have to think about that. So, yeah, it doesn't affect me. Yeah, the status quo is in my favor, so I don't know. Yeah. And that's what I feel like a lot of people feel, especially for, for gay situations, for women feeling, um, you know, marginalized. A lot of that has to do with, you know, people not understanding what their position is like in the world. Yeah, and I, I will say going back to your company, um, I one of the biggest things that I loved is that it didn't have that like from the top down it was very diverse and there was women everywhere um but i, d- I don't want to be like the gay police but i'm going to be wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. <laughs> um 
in your in your leaders not leadership but the um the conference you went to about toxic masculinity did they happen to touch on gender identity at all Oh, actually, absolutely. And just to kind of clarify more, it wasn't a conference. Well, it was like, I think about 10 people, um, all in our organization. They're teaching us about positive masculinity so that we can use that in our outdoor outings that we do, and like whether it be hiking, camping. Uh, so yeah, just set the stage. It wasn't like a giant conference. It was just a small group of us um, talking about our experiences. Uh, all that to say, I forgot you asked. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, no, I was just saying, did they happen to talk about gender identity? Yes, yes, we did. Um, so one of the first things they did was ask us what our preferred pronouns were. And if I'm being very honest, I kind of rolled my eyes. I'd, yeah. I'd be very, I was like, oh, God, I'm just a guy. Like It's that, that easy. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a guy. Man, he, she, whatever. Or he, not she. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's just because to me, I'm like, oh, I just guy and a girl. I don't know. But what they did that, and then we talked about it more, and uh, you know we created a, you know that safe area to talk about those sort of things, and I think that's what a lot of people lack is yeah. people don't understand it, and a lot of people when they find someone that do not understand what it is, they take offense rather. Uh, hey, I need to educate someone on this, and uh, I'll be honest, educating someone on that is emotionally exhausting yeah educating someone on anything i mean i remember training mikey i mean he's oh, that's why he left he was so dumb he didn't get it <laughs> yes that's exactly why i left but uh it, it's just a matter of taking the time to teach someone and hey yeah you don't understand it hey i get it that's not that's not where you're from that's not what your experience in life is let me take a few minutes of my time and tell you what it's like for me and you know maybe it'll help you understand but people just don't do that uh, yeah. very often and and I think that would help a lot and that's actually what I had the opportunity to learn from that uh, positive masculinity retreat definitely not enough learned through that weekend it's just something that kind of has to be ongoing yeah uh, but at least it started the conversation and like here we are yeah and I just before we, we continue um, I know we have listeners from the LGBT community um, this is a conversation about toxic or just masculinity in general from two cis males. So, um, what does that mean? I was going to say. <laughs> so, a cis male, I just learned about this because honestly, like, transgendered people have been around forever, but we are starting to, you know, finally learn more about the community and, you know, we are, there's more. Uh, what's the word? visibility into the community so these conversations are being brought up which originally i wasn't planning on on mentioning anything about gender identity but i realized we we need to because it's a conversation about masculinity which you know can strive through or, or be um present in any of the communities you know can be present in straight women can be present in transgender communities or even you know in just cis male gender um Genities, communities, um, but what cis ultimately means is how do you spell that? S is it S I S S Y S C I S C? Oh wow, okay. Yeah. And what does that? Is it stand for something? I don't know if it stands for anything, but it ultimately means, for lack of a better term, um, ugh, I really don't want to say this term, but it kind of means. Uh, I don't want to say normal, but like 
standard almost you know like i i'm a man i was born a man i identify as a man so you know that's that's a cis cis male uh well according to wikipedia cisgender is a uh, ginger cisgender is a term for people whose gender identity matches the sex that they were assigned at birth so for example someone who identifies as a woman and was assigned female at birth is a cisgendered woman uh, so it's basically the opposite of the word transgender to kind of help people understand, which I think is, uh, so I'm playing devil's advocate here, I guess to someone, it's just, that's not transgender. It's like, oh, so I'm just, so you're cisgender. So, but that just sounds weird. Like, I don't know <laughs> to me, cause I've never heard that term before until, well, like, it's cause new terms recently. are coming. And first of all, I'd like to apologize by saying normal. That's a terrible thing to say, but I couldn't think of anything else to say. Um, well, it's no, it's because it's normal to us. Cause exactly. that's our experience, I guess. Yeah. But with, you know, the spectrum coming out of gender identity with there being more between male and female and everything, you know, there's a lot more going on in between they start coming up with new terminology to explain, you know, I identify as a man, I was born a man, or I was born male, so I'm cisgender. Whereas, you know, there's people that they don't identify with either gender. Um, but that's neither here nor there. That's a different conversation that we could talk to or talk on for hours. Um, Nobody wants to hear us for that long. <laughs> well, I would. But, um, but speaking of being born... When you were growing up, what was your relationship like with men? Whether it's father figures, having friendships with other men uh, when you were young, or boys, I guess you consider at this age. Yeah, so I think I was very uh, privileged in the sense of having a father uh, through my life. Um, and he was very active in, in a lot of things. You know, I, I played sports, um, did stuff, I don't know, kid stuff, you know, yeah. go out and played outside. Uh, I remember him coming home from work after hot days and like he would just chill in the backyard and he would let us like just wet him with a water hose because he would work outside. So we just had like fun playing with him. So I, I feel like I had a great experience uh, with, with my father as well as, you know, my uncles. Uh, they helped teach me a lot. Um, cousins, like older cousins that I really looked up to that, uh, that helped me, you know, kind of Oh hey, like I want to be like that when I grow up. You know, I still consider them all to be great men. Um, there were some some role models, or no, I wouldn't even say role models. There were some men in my life that uh, are not good role models. I mean, when I'll kind of call out uh, my dad's father, uh, my grandfather. But I mean, I didn't really know him that well. But from what I knew from him, he was very abusive, uh, really ugly to the family, cheated on my grand. You know, he did a bunch of crap, beat the kids. Um, and I feel like it, it, it was, it's kind of like that cast down effect where like my dad actually stood up to that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, like you're always trying to recover from the toxicity that you dealt with so that you don't pass it on to your kids. Yeah. So I think my dad did a great job filtering everything he experienced to me, but you know, there's always room for improvement. And, and I know, um, my dad did an amazing job, but you know. The, our, our parents are always going to fuck us up in some way. There's no way around it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So just growing up, there was not really, besides your your dad's dad, there wasn't really much toxic masculinity going on. Um, No, I mean, in a way, there's, there's a lot everywhere. 
but you don't see it often. Yeah. I feel like with the machismo way, it's just in our in this Hispanic Latino culture, it's almost baked in. So um, a good example of what you know, kind of taking that that masculinity and, and using it in the wrong ways, is uh, let's say you're out camping and um, it's like okay, it's time to start the fire, and it's like hey guys. Let's all go start the fire. Girls, y'all start, uh, you know, preparing, like, whatever else we're going to cook. Assuming just, oh, because we're men, we're going to start the fire versus going after that, like, hey, who wants to start the fire and we will teach you. (laughs) So includes, you know, uh, girls, guys, whoever wants to do it um, in that inclusion sense, right? So instead of locking someone out, you include everyone. But we don't think about that. We just think, oh, men do this. Men good. Women no good. That's that's <laughs> kind of the thought process, uh, to be honest, right? Yeah. No, it's it's interesting. And, you know, me growing up. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not even asking you how you feel. That's okay. I'm just going with it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you feel about that, Mike? You tell me your opinion. You don't have to... Reciprocate. That sounds terrible. Yes. But uh, no, like growing up for me as a, a gay little boy, you know, there, there's memes that make me laugh because it talks about how, oh God, what are you going to say? Were you, so how, uh, random question just for the listeners to get more better idea of Mikey. When did you find or realize that, hey, I think I like boys? Um, I don't think there was an age. I never... The only, the best way I can describe it is, like, growing up for me, like, you know how when you're a little boy and you grow up and you start to realize, like, hey, this little girl over there is, like, there's something about her that I kind of like and I want to be around her and I want to play tag with her and I want to be mean to her because maybe she thinks that means that I like her. It was like that for me, but with boys. Mm-hmm. So... You know, I never, like, there was never a switch that was like, oh, my God. But, you know, growing up, there's a bunch of memes that make me laugh because they involve, like, gay kids. And it'll be, like, when the coach separates the the boys and the girls during P.E. And it'll be, like, (laughs) one, like, super flamboyant boy, like, was hanging out with the girls, like, rolling his eyes. That was me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I hated being with guys when I was little. I didn't have anything in common with them i didn't you know i just wanted to hang out with the girls and i wanted to you know do what girls did and looking back on that now a lot of it was my fault it was just being closed-minded i guess because you know being like ew sports i don't want to hang out with them but i really should have had more male friends um growing up because i have my best friends now are male and it's very important, I think, for a guy to have guy friends that are really close. Um, and I felt that I kind of missed out on that. Uh, and, you know, there were some some guys in school and, you know, middle school and high school that, you know, I would consider friends that I hung out with. And um, But I, I just never let myself get too close to them. I don't know. It was, it was really weird. I don't know if it was, like, some sort of, like, cultural brainwashing I had. But there's just there's a relationship that guys have with each other that I missed out on from being in the elementary school and only wanted to hang out with the girls but um but yeah it's it's interesting because you know now you hang out with guys and 
it's so like nice because you can just like play video games or you know not have an agenda and just like hang out or something and then you don't have to worry about what's the next thing we're gonna do and sometimes when I hang out with my friends that are girls I'm like I can't keep up I don't know what you want to do I don't know where you want to go um yeah and and I think something that's real oops I didn't mean to no, you're fine. <clears throat> I think the thing with the whole hanging out with a guy and girl <laughs> that's funny to me because I I have a very what's the word my personality spectrum can go from like one of the guys to one of the girls uh, <laughs> it all depends on how I'm feeling so like I have a good balance of like guy and girlfriends where the guy friends it's like yeah let's go have some beer bro or let's go to the river bro let's, let's go look at chicks bro <laughs> I, I'm not necessarily like that, but, you know, I hang out with my homies like that. And I, okay, I'm like that sometimes, but whatever. Uh, but then I'm with the girls, and I'm just like, oh, my God, you have to tell me what happened here. Or, or like, we'll just gossip, we'll we'll talk. But I, I have girlfriends that are, you know, like guys, and I have guy friends. No, I don't. I don't have any guy friends like girls. I think I'm the guy friend that's like a girl. Yeah, me too. Um, but, you know, that doesn't mean, like, I'm always like that. It's just I have a very wide-spanning personality based on how I feel. Yeah. I feel like when it comes to my guy friends, we can hang out, we can relax, we can chill. But I feel like a guy, like one of your friends that's a guy, like really shines when you actually need them. Because when you need one of your guy friends, like they will be there and they will listen and they will tell you straight up like the honest truth. Sometimes when I hang out with my girlfriends and, you know... I'm listening to all their problems. I'm like, yeah, you know, you should do this, you should do that. Or, like, whenever I have a problem, it's, like, catastrophe. Like, we're in recovery mode. What are we going to do? Um, but I don't know. There's just, it's very interesting the way that guys handle things, Yeah, in my opinion. And, and I think a lot of that has to do with having just good friends in general. Um, <laughs> I've, I kind of keep my circles fairly small like I'm very social in the sense you know I'll talk to a lot of people have a lot of people that know me but um, I'm not always uh, like hey yeah like I'm gonna put my full trust in you it's it's like you know I have a I have a pretty small circle my homies know who they are Um, (laughs) the writer dies (laughs) yeah exactly Um, I think a challenge with that is you know there's always someone that you know their perspective that you need it from um, like th- there had been times where, you know, I needed a gay perspective and I needed Mikey to, you know, like, Hey, what's your opinion on this? <laughs> and he can cut kind of like, Oh no, Daniel, like what's going on here? Oh no, that's not, no, don't worry about it. Oh girl, please. That's what I would say. Yeah. Oh, and then, uh, <laughs> I actually sidebar to that. I have to bring something up as far as Mikey Uh-oh. thinking he was hip knowing a new <laughs> term oh my god oh it was really funny so well actually this relates are you talking about my post yesterday the t yes let the me, letter t <laughs> let me expand because this actually goes pretty well with the show one of my best friends is a straight male and i thought it was funny because he it's not me apparently it's not daniel um <laughs> and I was talking to him, and he w- and we were talking about something that was supposed to go down today, and he was like, I don't know if it's going to go through. And I said, uh-oh, what's the T? And he replied, question mark, or huh, or something. And I said, well, what's the T is gay term for tell me what's going on, but it literally translates to what's the truth. And 
I explained that to him and he just replied back, what tea? And I was like, okay, never mind. Obviously, this isn't going anywhere. So I posted it on Facebook and I said, you know, the struggles of having a straight friend in which everybody had an opinion on. Go ahead, Daniel, with what you were saying. Why are you urban dictionarying this? I just want to see because I didn't know that was something in the gay community. Exactly. I that's why I said the struggle of having straight friends because you guys don't know what what's the TV. Well, wh- oh, wow. That's from 2011. Yeah. Oh, wow. We've been around for a while. So, <laughs> <laughs> well... I just want to go ahead and make a apology from the straight community, straight to Mikey. Thank you, um, Renata. Well, it's because, look, we're just going off the memes Renata's that we're seeing today. Renata's playing Sudoku, judging me on her computer screen. She's playing Sudoku. What do you, I, I didn't get that. Like, <laughs> it was a bad joke. Whatever you straight people do, but my, my pun on that was top notch, I feel. What was it? The, like, oh, you whatever you straight people do, and I was like... The only thing that's straight here is that you straight up messed that up. Well, it would have been funny if it was right, but I didn't mess it up. Yeah, I guess I was wrong. Sorry. All right. All right. We get it. I'm not perfect. All right. Damn. (laughs) So anyways, um, what's the letter T, I guess? I mean, y'all could have just said T, like sipping tea, like spill the tea. It originally is T, T T-E-A, but you know, us gays are lazy and we don't want to spell the whole thing out. (laughs) Wow. You just just basically looped in the gays all in one swoop. I hope you're proud. I'm you the just, prime minister of gay. So oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't know what that oh, yeah? means, but... <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently not, because i got to be careful making fun of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what's the tea? So oh, Daniel looked it up to try to prove me wrong, but he looked it up to prove me right. I looked it up to educate myself. Go that's fuck yourself. It, that's what it comes down to, ladies and gentlemen. Educate yourselves. Hey, that's that's ultimately the thing, so... Before you reducate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to apologize again, guys. <laughs> um, we're looking for another co-host as we speak. We can't handle it. Oh, you mean to replace me? Yes. <laughs> that went over my head. Yeah, he's he's not the smartest of the bunch. That's okay. Uh, but but again, just to kind of get back on a serious tone, because Mikey's a clown, um, it's very important to educate yourself as you go along and to keep an open mind. Um, I think... A lot of cis males, haha, I learned that new word today. You're welcome. A lot of cis males, what happens with um, cis males, and I actually, you know what, I'll just speak from my own perspective because then I'll just be projecting. Um, <laughs> like me personally, when I hear about certain things, I'm just like, okay, I don't really understand this, so like, I'm just like, not even gonna like, ah. But I feel like understanding people where they're coming from. Just makes the world a better place. Uh, yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah, there's a lot, but I think it's exhausting and annoying because people hate relearning and unlearning. And I think there's a lot of that going on right now, where it's like, no, 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 no. I was taught this, and this is how it is, and like all you new agey bullshit things, blah blah blah. Like that's I think the whole ideology because that's the way I felt. Yeah, and it I, I think it goes beyond not wanting to learn even or more so as they don't have a will to learn because it doesn't impact them because i see that happening a lot in politics whether it's immigration gay rights anything like that it's not that people don't like gay people or it's not that people you know don't like immigrants but a lot of the times people just don't identify with the situation or they don't identify with you know a certain group of people so that is not of high importance to them Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you called it right out with the whole border situation we're in. 
Uh, I mean, I know what's going on is is an atrocity. It's it's awful to see these families being separated, these children and families in these awful conditions. Mm-hmm. But if you're not living in a border town and you're just seeing it on TV, I think we just become so desensitized to everything that it's just like, oh wow, that's awful. Okay, what else is on Facebook? Yeah, and it, it there's a like we're gonna have an opinion on it because I don't know about you, but my grandparents were the ones that were the immigrants that came here legally and got everything established and then my mom was born here she was american citizen i was born here i'm american citizen um whereas everybody who is not a native american is an immigrant but like i said it doesn't that situation doesn't impact them because they established their uh citizenship I don't know whenever, like, that was going on, but a long time ago. (laughs) Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, like, when they came over in the Mayflower. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, America's history altogether is just pretty terrible. Like, from uh, England coming over to Spain coming over, like, Europe, Europe just basically came over and fucked everything up. And guys, we come from Texas. I don't sit here and say well republicans this or well democrats this what i do say is you look at these pictures of what's going on on the border and you know that that's not acceptable yeah and and i think what a lot of people like to do is tie into identity um and a lot of people when they identify as a specific party um, party that's their identity so you know their friends oh god we're all like republicans oh we're all democrats we're all left right it's it's terrible, yeah. You know because you are then segmenting yourself off from everything else because it's like oh well I identify as this so if you notice something and it's like oh well maybe I have a different view here it's like well no you can't because you identify with this group and this is how we think and that group think becomes very dangerous where me personally yeah it, it's difficult because I look at life you know on a case by case basis. I look at one thing, it's like, okay, well, maybe I feel this way, uh, or in this thing, I feel another way, and someone's like, oh, you can't do that, you can't be both, that's hypocritical, I'm like, how is it hypocritical? I I feel this way about this subject, another subject, I have another opinion, everything is so complicated, yet people want to narrow it down to two different things, two different parties. Oh, yeah, I'm the same way, people think that because I'm gay, I have to be a certain way with politics, or they think, you know, because I'm gay, I can't be religious, which is a big one. Um, but at the end of the day, we need to be thinking about us as people or humans, not as political parties. Like, I don't want a kid to be starving in Africa. I don't want someone from South America to feel like they have to flee their country. I don't want a black woman to be afraid of her child being pulled over by the cops and looking some sort of way and getting shot. Like, I want everybody... I would do... I would take action on my part as a Hispanic male to help stop all those things, even if it's not in America. And I think that segues into another really good part uh, as far as, you know, uh, the, the male, uh, the whole male identity and, and masculinity is, as far as understanding, yeah, we, as males, we have privilege as, as you know, even as, as, as Latino males, we still have a lot of privilege versus, you know, like a, like a black man still, like they have a legitimate worry of being, you know, shaken down by by police like that's that's something that they fear and and that's experience i typically have not seen yet um you know like i'm fortunate enough to not uh, have to have had an experience like that yet 
Um, but at the same time, uh, agreeing and saying, hey, yeah, that's not right, it, it makes you ask yourself, is that good enough to be like, yeah, no, that shouldn't be done versus, well, what are you doing to help that cause? Like, yeah. we, we see all these injustices, we see all these problems, but at the same time, like, what are we actually really doing to help help with that? And, you know, it, it's, it's a tough situation because a lot of times, well, I don't know, what would I do? What, how can I help? And I think a lot of it has to do with a really awesome term I learned is, is being an ally versus like supporting something. Because, you know, I can say like, yeah, I support, you know, I support uh, gay marriage. It's like, oh, that's great. What do you, what, what do you mean? What do you do? Yeah. And you're like, uh, I mean, I don't know if I see two people getting married. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I congrats. won't shame them. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yeah, you're in that case, like you're not really doing anything. You're not. You're just like, yeah, that's cool. You're just tolerant, basically. Yeah, but but people try to make that seem like, oh no, I support gay marriage. Well, what does that mean? Like, yeah. are you an ally? Like, are you standing right there with them, or are you just like at your balcony, just like waving away, like, oh yeah, have a good one <laughs> with bye. your lone star? <laughs> <clears throat> well, I mean, one of the questions that I had that I don't really want to answer, um, and we don't have to answer because it's so complex, but just writing this question down made me think about it and realize how complex it is, is uh, what does it mean to be a man to you? But I don't, I mean, if you have an answer for that, go ahead. But I, I don't have an answer because my answer is only going to stem from what I see in the past. And I don't want to give some, you know, John Wayne version of being a man because there's women out there that can be much tougher than John Wayne. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a very difficult question. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. But at the same time, attempting to, you know, describe it is a great conversation to have because you think about what that answer is. Um, very recently I had to explain what my personal faith uh, is to someone and that's not really something I ever do so I tried describing it once and I was like okay yeah it's this but then like a couple weeks later I was like wait no I didn't describe it right like here's this yeah. it kept evolving because I had to think about it more and more and I had to really be aware of, of how I feel you know and th- that's not really something you think about you just think yeah. like no yeah being a guy but like what does that mean like I mean it's being a guy what do you mean yeah. To actually unpack it and go into detail of what it actually means to you, I think is important because it helps describe the way you walk through life. Um, I don't. I mean, I have a. It's basically a working definition for now. Like it's constantly evolving. Uh, but to me, what it means to be a man, um, it means to one, you know, be there to take care of your family. Um, to oh crap this is hard it's really hard and honestly like being fully transparent the reason why i struggle with it is because it's almost very misogynistic it can be because it's like i want to say being a man is providing for your family and protecting your family at all costs but what about a woman that doesn't have a husband but has three kids and she has to do that She's not a man, or unless she identifies as one, but she's not a man, but she's doing it. Well, I guess it does. taking care of your family isn't a mutually exclusive thing. Like, women do that all the time. I think I just, I think that's a trait both can have. 
you know, yeah. define as what does it mean to be a woman? Oh, it means to be, take care of my family at all costs. Like, I feel like that one's a pretty broad one. And, and I think we think back to that machismo yeah. uh, idea of where it's like the man makes the bread, the man comes home, he protects the woman um, or, or, you know, whoever, uh, LGBTQ, whatever. <laughs> The bottom, because you know, I don't know if Mikey's uh, <laughs> the the woman or the man in, in his relationship, or if they're both men, uh, or as uh, as Jay and Silent Bob put it, the bitch or the butch. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's it's tough. But you know, it makes you think, like, well, shit, like I don't know how to describe it. I mean, you might have a way to describe it, but to yourself internally, what does that look like saying it to someone else? Like, do you have a definition? of what it looks like or what it's like for you to be a man and tell that to someone close to you. Like, what, what would they say to your definition? But not, not again, not to attack, but more so to just have that conversation and be aware that, hey, this is something we've been pushing down, not talking about for forever. Yeah. I mean, I think we just had the 100-year anniversary from women having the right to vote. Maybe mm-hmm. I might be no, making I think, that up. I, think you're I right. saw it on I saw it on Facebook, so I might be full of shit. So, I saw it you know. on the Enquirer. So remember, guys, if you ever hear anything, make sure you cooperate because whoever <laughs> might be saying it might be full of shit. I'm just being transparent. Yeah, but you know, it's an interesting concept to have. Um, I mean, it's an interesting internal conversation to have for yourself, and honestly, it's also a interesting concept to be. It's going to be a hundred years next year. Yeah, I looked um, at it. <laughs> It's interesting conversation to also have of is is it important? Um, I don't know. Like, do we need to define what being a man is? I think so. Um, and the main reason why is because our world is ever changing, and we just have a lot of moving parts. And with these moving parts. I think it becomes very important for people to properly identify because when your identity stems from wherever it stems from, you have to have that core understanding of who you are. Yeah. And when you understand who you are at the core, that affects everything else. It's like that, you know, like those are your roots and your roots affect wherever else you branch off to. Yeah. Uh, it's very difficult and requires emotional intelligence uh, a lot of emotional labor uh, a lot of conversations I mean I'll be honest I have friends that I try to have these conversations with and I just get like fuck off you know like they don't (laughs) want to hear it it's not really something that they were raised to talk about or uh, it makes them uncomfortable and and, you know it's a reality of of kind of you know our experience as Latinos is a lot of people just don't want to talk about that and they don't feel comfortable or they just feel it's a bunch of bullshit i'm a guy that's it just shut the fuck up move on it's also people don't people aren't realizing that this is the time that gender is actually being put under a microscope because you have some people that believe it's just what you're born you have some people you know who um say that it's a spectrum and there's people that you know are in between um yeah and and just to kind of put this in perspective um by no means is it an equivalent, but the behavior is the same as far as marginalizing a group. Um, you know, we, we talk about how, oh, gender, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Let's, let's not forget that how much people can suck. Uh, not that long ago, in the United States, um, a black person 
was considered three-fifths of a man. So not a whole man. Oh, well, we'll give him three-fifths of it. That's fucking awful. Like, that's pretty terrible. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not saying, you know, gender is equivalent or not. I'm not going to have that conversation because well, that's... Well, it's about identity. But, but, it's, it, that, but th- you have to remember that that is what we are coming from as, as a group. Like, we just marginalize the... F- well, not we, but America, as well as other countries, have marginalized the fuck out of a lot of people, have made people basically not human in their eyes or not as good as them, and that'll fuck with you, man. Like, I, I have personally not had that experience... But I can just imagine what someone would feel like being told, like, hey, yeah, like, you are a piece of shit because of how you're born. Um, so, sorry. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the ideology is the same. Can't be compared, but, you know, they're, they're, in the same, they're in the same realm. Yeah. And I know we're kind of running short on time here, but one question that I did want to ask is, as a man... If you were being placed in a group of men that you don't know, would you feel like being men brings us together or keeps us apart? I don't understand the question. Like, it's uh, hard to explain. Well, <laughs> like, does yeah. do we connect because we're men? I, well, like, not we, but, you know, do you and other men connect because you are men? Or do you feel like it keeps us farther apart because let's take for instance you're a guy i'm a guy you know we're not supposed to have super what's the word a super intimate relationship in terms of like what we share with each other he says that but when he came over here he said bring the lube jesus well, christ oh my <laughs> I meant for my tires. Um, <laughs> you don't put lube on tires. I don't know something expressed lube. Um, but but no, like, and I think that's one of the things that kind of led me away from being friends with other guys in the beginning of my life was that why am I going to go talk to homeboy over here when I can't really get too close to him because that's what society tells us. Um, or are we coming to a... a day and age where it's like hey there's a guy i'm a guy let's hang out it's easier to explain if we were girls being girls i just want to apologize oh for God. mikey everyone uh i don't think he knows i'm what having he's talking a seizure about. excuse me <laughs> <laughs> um look from what i'm taking or what you're asking uh like if i was just put into a room full of guys um typically you need to have a shared interest. I mean, I've met dudes where, like, we have nothing in common, and I'm like, wow. Like, I mean, all only thing we have in common is is the gear we have below our waist. You know, that's that's really all it is. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's, it's really hard to say, you know. I, I look at people from their personality aspect. Uh, so, like, you know, if I'm put into a room full of guys and, like, half of them wearing Spurs shirts, I'm like, oh, you like the Spurs? Well, fuck yeah, I love the Spurs. Like, let's be friends. Sure, let's talk about the Spurs. I think you all find some sort of common interest, at least if you have that, you know, mindset, right? Like, yeah. If but I walked that's in, more like personality traits. I don't know where I was going with. My yeah, I, I don't know, guys. Mikey, he's. I'm sorry. I should have come better prepared. No, yeah, he should have just stayed home in San Antonio. I understood what I was saying, what I was thinking in my head in the car right up here. 
Yeah, he, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> By the way, if you hear annoying um, feedback in the background, it's because we're in Texas and there's these things called cicadas that keep screaming in the background. Is that what that is? Yep. I didn't even realize. Hmm. Well, <laughs> uh, with all that said, um, I think it's about time to wrap this bad boy up. Yes. Uh, we're glad y'all came back to listen. Uh, we know we're MIA for a while, but uh, you know we're excited to be back on board. We're going to do this a little bit more streamlined. Yes. We kept trying to do a lot of things a different way, but uh, I feel like this is way easier. Easier, yeah. We're making it easier and more efficient and easier for us to get stuff out. And when I say we, I really mean it was me. I was the one fucking everything up. I just want everything to be perfect, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I'm lax a little bit more now. I've learned Thank to... God. Shut up. Anyways, uh, overall thing from this podcast, I hope you guys, you know, got some cool things out of it. This by no means is something that can be solved or fully talked about in about an hour. It's so, just a conversation. Yeah, so I highly recommend if you're interested, you know, start, you know, researching this a little bit more. And by that, I mean Google, you lazy bitch. Um, <laughs> just and kidding. we're also not 100% right, too. So if there's something that we said that you don't agree with, that is perfectly fine. Yeah, you know, uh, these are things that we want to learn and get better at, too. So if there's a perspective you have and, you know, you want to reach out and let us know or have that conversation, you know, if you want to yell at us on Instagram, that's cool, too. But please don't. Just talk <laughs> to us. We're human beings just yes. like you. Uh, love to hear what you think, feel. Um, and any way we can get better as people, you know, let's, let's help each other. Yeah. And on Instagram, you can find us at the, the number two, S-A podcast. Um, and then we're also on Facebook, which I believe is also. Yeah. It's just the same. It's going to be. It's two S-A. Two S-A. Just the number two. Type in two S-A and you'll see a picture of me and Daniel. Yeah. With two SA on it. It's pretty, you know, it, Mikey did it. He did a great job because I didn't do anything. However, uh, if you are ever bored and you want to make us a new logo, feel free to reach out. You know, we're yeah. trying to get that global audience here. Yes. That took me five minutes, so you can gladly remake a logo. We also need an intro music, so. Um, yeah, and if you want to, you know, produce our podcast, you know, uh, we do shout outs and. Yeah. Or if you want <laughs> to do it for free. <laughs> well, hey, hey, hey. I don't. 10% Mikey Sorry. anyways thanks again for coming guys uh, here's some outro music from uh, uh, D-Money and Spicy outro. Mustard have a good day San Antonio's better than Austin